I guess this is a violation. I don't know, but I still, uh, uh, two years, Daniel, still don't have an Oklahoma driver's license. Now, I'll pay Oklahoma taxes, and I've got an Oklahoma house, and I got all that stuff, Oklahoma tag, but I don't have a license because during the pandemic, um, remember, it was like terrible. You couldn't really get a license, so they opened up these me- mega centers or something. Sure. And uh, it was a big place, and you go get your license, and Daniel comes into work one day. He's like, man, I got in and out of that license place in about 20 minutes at one of these mega centers. And I go, that's great. And I get off work one day, and I'm ready to go down there, and I've budgeted for probably a half hour or something like that. Uh, and I get there, and there's a, there's a piece of paper on the door before I even go in the building. And it says three-hour wait. And I said, ha, good, good try, Oklahoma. I'm like, like, it's unreasonable to make somebody wait three hours for something like you have to get, right? If you have to get it, they ought to make it easy. And I don't know if that's quelled down, but the other thing I'm concerned about is I don't know if you've ever seen me, Dana, but I'm not photogenic. You don't, you don't know if uh, things have quelled down since the height of the pandemic? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, yes, they have. You've been lazy. You get off work at like... 10 a.m. every day. Why yes. haven't you gone and gotten your license? Well, I'm also worried about the picture. And right now it's wintertime and I'm not as tan as I'd like to be. And I probably want to lose a little weight before I do this. You think you're going to look any better in the summer? <laughs> Let me tell you something you're not going to want to hear. And everybody can hear this right now. Take a look at yourself in the mirror. This is the best you're ever going to look again. Because as you get older, you don't, get, you don't look better. This right now is the best you're ever going to look. Mm-hmm. And you're going to look back 10 years from now and go, man. I look pretty good back then. You're right. Um, how many times, and Facebook highlights that for you because it does that time hop yeah. thing. And it'll be like 10 years ago today, you were doing this, and I'll see a picture of me. And at the time I took the photo and saw the photo, I said, oh, my God. Like, I, that's how I look. But 10 years later, I look back and I go, I really wasn't that bad off. You know, you're hard on yourself at the time. And there's, in 10 years from now, I'll look at photos taken of me today and go, well, it wasn't that bad. And can you I know, say but at this? At the time, you're kind of worried about it. Can I say this to the people that work at the license place? Would it kill you to give us a countdown? Or if we look terrible, would it kill you to take the picture again? I know. Like, they, God bless those people. I mean, that, that job's got it. You know, I'm sure you got all complaints and people aren't very nice to you and stuff. But when we take that photo, would you give us some grace? Yeah, we got to have this thing for 10 years. Can we do like three? And choose the best. See, that would be, yeah. You know, and in then, fact, I would pay a little something extra to be able to uh, get multiple photographs. See, you know, it's weird. It's a ten dollar charge, and I got to choose between three photos. I would pay that ten dollars. I would too. You know, because you got to live with this thing for about ten years. This license. It's weird that they take your photo for the license, but when I went and got a passport, I submit my own photo. Mm-hmm. And you can go to Walgreens, and you can take that thing as many times as you want. And then they do the countdown, which. Like, I, one time, I, I'm embarrassed, but I wanted to look decent in the license photo because the one I had 10 years before disappointed me. So I kind of, like, I don't know, jazzed it up or whatever. And, you know, I made sure my hair, hairspray and all. I get there, and the lady's like, all right, on the count of three. And I swear she goes, one, two, three. <laughs> I'm like, I wasn't even ready. Yeah. And then that's, a, you just have to live with it. Like, you can't really get a redo, so. So let us pay more for a better picture. That's what I, to hear that, Oklahoma, hear that stit. He wants all these dollars from this gambling stuff. What about adding a little Hey, and that don't, co- and that don't cost picture. you nothing. You've already got the computer yeah. in there with a the camera. Yeah, you're running for governor, Daniel. You just solve the state's budget crisis. What if I ran for government just on that, or governor, on just that platform? It might and actually work. It yeah. probably would. People would. People would, uh, they would be magnetized by that. You would have a great, they would love your your slogan or whatever. I think he could do it. Governor Daniel and Tig 
on 98.5 The Bull in today's hot country. That was uh, that was some wind yesterday. It's 98.5 The Bull, wasn't it? Man, it was miserable. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't that cold outside, but the wind was whipping stuff around, blowing stuff into my eyes. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, you know, and I got into an Uber last night from somebody that has lived their whole life in Tulsa. And she's like, yeah, I'm driving on the interstate. My car is moving around. Mm-mm. And uh, I was outside cleaning my car out. And you know how you feel a gust of wind, and then it goes away, and then you feel a gust of wind? It just started to be a steady gust almost. And I and I actually got scared for a second. I said, if it gets any worse than this, because my trash cans were falling over, and I go, if it gets much worse than this, am I going to get hit by a tree limb? Like, it was pretty scary out there. Lots um, of wind. Today, it's, like, going to get up to 66. The wind right now is 8 miles per hour. Is that a lot? Like, I don't know. No, like, that's I remember a pretty... I used to have this boss that worked in radio. was like, mm, you need to let people know that uh, wind speed. And I don't know how to describe what 8-mile-per-hour winds are like. That's like a normal kind of thing. But, you know, and what we're, were they yesterday? I don't know, man. It felt like 30 miles an hour to me at some points. But uh, that was some day. That blow everybody's Valentine's Day hair around? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, you're I went, trying to look your best and you can't. I kept your son while y'all went to dinner last night, and I had to go pick him up outside of his school, and all these teachers are coming out with all these balloons, mylar balloons and everything, uh-huh. hitting that wind, hitting them. It's just a mess. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy day after Valentine's Day, 740. We continue with the gift-giving here because we've got Kane Brown tickets on 98.5 The Bull. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Uh, Daniel, you had a job earlier in your life that uh, I'm curious about now because I see in the headlines that, and I don't know if this is just garbage or what, but it says that now that Alex Trebek is no longer hosting Jeopardy, that they're having a hard time finding an audience to sit in there and watch uh, Ken Jennings and Mayim Bialik do it. Mm-hmm. Like nobody's that excited about them, I guess. And so... You did this for a show that was on Comedy Central. You used to intern in New York, and then after that, you you became like somebody who was whose job was to get people to come to the show. I didn't become that. I just they tried me out or whatever. Oh, okay. It was that show with Colin Quinn back in the day. What was that show called? It was like a political, almost like a, a politically incorrect with Bill Maher, but it was another talk show with Colin Quinn where they. It was not not as popular as the um, like the Daily, Daily show. shows and things. Yeah. So what it was, was this was not a very popular show. It was fairly new. It was Colin Quinn, not the biggest star in the world. And basically what you do is stand at Times Square and beg people to come to the show. Right. And you're in a sea of already people getting hit up for other things like come to this store, come to that store, here's a fly for this. Basically, I would beg people to go to this show that taped at whatever time it did, like 5 or 6 in the afternoon. And you literally had to beg them to fill up that audience. They didn't get paid or anything. They just had to volunteer. Now, that's tough. I wouldn't want to. And you got to jump through a whole bunch of hoops. That's why it's hard to get that audience filled up. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, I might like to go see a taping of Jeopardy. But I imagine if you go, you got to sit through three to four of them. I'll tell you, I didn't actually do this, but I I worked at, uh, back when he was a pretty big star at the uh, Letterman show, David Letterman in New York. And they would send people out to get the seats filled. But their problem wasn't filling the seats. It's that they wanted to select the right audience. That's a luxury you have at the David Letterman show. At the show that nobody wants to go to, you just try to get anybody at all in there. Isn't it interesting, though? You think, uh, you know, you see on TV, like, if you'd like to ever attend a taping of Gutfeld or whatever, um, you know, send us an email or whatever. But some of them get so popular that, that they just choose the audience they want. Like a friendly audience. They know that a person who's 35 and, you know, has this particular leaning or whatever is probably going to be a good audience for that show. 
And so they would screen them and stuff. You think that it's just like a lottery, but it's really not. They're choosing the audiences. In some cases. No, in, in, your, it, in the case of Jeopardy now. They'll take anybody. Yeah, I probably wouldn't want to go see Jeopardy without uh, And And, you know, we only see Alice 30 Trudeau. minutes on TV. Do you know how long that show takes? Mm-mm. Like one episode on TV is 30 minutes, but they have all this stuff in between, and they, you know, then they got to go to the judges sometimes, and they stop the tape, and it would be a huge commitment of time for your vacation. Don't you think you, they would make you watch more than one, too? Yeah, I think they do them boom, 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 boom. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. We're um, looking forward to 740 for Kane Brown tickets. Hey, Daniel. Tag, your little son, Mac, used to be my partner in crime. Anytime I wanted to do any prank, any, like, toilet paper somebody's yard, basically all the things that I like to do as a kid, I like to do again with your son, Mac, because now I have, like, a license to do it. I can't just go out and roll somebody's yard with toilet paper now. I'm, like, 45. But I can't do it. if you bring a kid it. with you, it's yeah, allowed. Yeah, it's like, ha, 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 look at that. I wanted to pull a prank on you guys for Valentine's Day last night because... I knew that I was going to be watching him while y'all went to dinner. So I've been thinking about this for like three months. You've been thinking about a prank to pull on Valentine's Day. Well, we were going to make like a TikTok and all that. I was going to, I was going to pick him up from school. We were going to go to the thrift store and buy disguises. Mm -hmm. And then go also eat at the same restaurant and see if y'all noticed. (laughs) And uh, I was trying to get him to buy like a dress to put on. And he wouldn't have, he was like, dude, that is sus. I don't even know what sus means. I don't know so what that means. If it's an offensive word, forgive me. But he was just like, that's sus. I'm not going to dress up like your wife. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You wouldn't be my wife. You would be like my daughter. And he would have no part of it. We were going to do a big TikTok and everything, and he just would not. So sus is this new kind of lingo. Mm-hmm. Uh, suspicious. Suspicious about what? I, I don't know. I guess it would be suspicious if they show, if you guys showed up. And does he not get dinner. that if we're in disguise, he, he's not going to be my wife? It's like, <laughs> I'm not dressing up like your wife, dude. That's sus. And I'm like, well, I guess it is, but that's not the point. <laughs> Good for him. Do you think you would have recognized us? I'm, I'm pretty sure I would have recognized uh, both of y'all. I see y'all constantly. Uh, maybe if I didn't know you guys as well, perhaps, but I would pretty sure that there would be a parent radar going off. Well, he wanted no part of it. The other day, I was like uh, riding by your neighbor's house, Allison and Chris's house. And I was like, hey, man, why don't you hop out of the car and go ring the doorbell and jump back in the car? We'll drive off. These are things that I really want to do. But And he's like, no, I'm not doing that no matter what. <laughs> so he's like, no, I remember what he said. He goes, that's a filthy trick. I don't even know if uh, kids roll yards anymore, do they? I mean, I used to see it a good bit. And here's the weird thing about getting your yard rolled. Like, it would happen to us growing up a little bit. And my dad would come in and start screaming at me. And I'm mm-hmm. like, dude, I didn't do this. That was the beauty of toilet papering somebody's yard was not only did the people get upset, then they got upset at the children that lived there. Right. I didn't have anything to do with it. Because I remember somebody came and wrote something on my car with shoe polish. My dad came in, vain, bulging out of his head. He's like, go out there and wash that off your car. I'm trying to run a business. I'm like, I didn't do it. <laughs> um, if you think it's hard to... Uh, you got dad man. Oh, boy. That's a bad way to wake up, a yeah. furious dad. Um, back in the day, I've I, I not seen anybody's yard get toilet papered in Tulsa at all. Maybe it's a thing they only do, like, in the deep south. I don't know. Do you guys roll people's yards here with toilet paper? 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. You know what's harder to, to do than roll a yard and not get caught? What's that? Well, here, we'll take this call here. Maybe they'll, they'll let us know. Hey, it's Tiger Daniel. Who's this? This is Carrie. Carrie, did you guys roll toilet paper in people's yards, whatever you call it? Oh, yeah. We did stuff like that all the time. But today, you can't do that because Betty is a Karen. 
and they call the cops, and yeah, well, you they, just can't do it anymore. Well, no, you can still do it. You just don't get caught. But I guess the ring doorbell. Yeah, the ring Probably doorbell. Messed you up. Yeah, that's what messed it up. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of agree with what she's saying. Like, you know how I said my dad would come in and just scream at me about it, even though I didn't even do it. Now I guess if you get yeah. you know a Karen, they'll just call the cops, which isn't nearly well, as fun. Exactly. People justified in being angry are not Karens. That's a that's a big old mess if it's way up. You in might the tree. not call the cops on a toilet paper yard. Okay, what are they gonna do? What did y'all call it here? Did you call it rolling someone's yard, or what was the terminology? No, we papered or egged or. Oh, well, egg. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking specifically toilet paper. You just call it paper someone's yard. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, Ty, what's harder to do than paper someone's yard is to unpaper it. Because I was out my hometown, <laughs> I was like uh, probably 15, 16 years old, and we just lit this guy's yard up with toilet paper. I mean, like a case of it, 100 rolls. And about, I'd say, a 50% through the papering of the yard, one of us was like, oh, no, this guy's uncle just died the night oh, before, and we had forgotten. Not a good not good time. And then we had to sneak and unpaper the yard. <laughs> you unpapered a yard? Well, yeah, what else are you to do? Wow. That's crazy. Well, yeah. at least you had a... paper's expensive. Uh, can you give us your address and we come paper your yard? Well, you come on and paper my yard, and I bet you guys... <laughs> Don't leave happy. <laughs> what does that oh, mean? Wow. I have a I have a very large dog. Oh, I love dogs. Oh uh, yeah. Well, you might not like this dog. All right. We'll stay away from her yard. Thank you for the call. <laughs> you guys do not roll that yard. She's about to give us like a great compliment. You hung up right in her face. I'm sorry. I was. I didn't know. What a jerk. Hey, Go. it's Tiger Daniel. Who's this? Beep. What? B, like the letter B. B. B, okay. B. Uh, B, you better hurry up before Tyke hangs up in your face like he does everybody. Uh, did you guys just to toilet paper people's yards? Oh, heck yeah. I even I even took my children to teach them how it's done. Right. We got my brother Why do you think people don't roll yards anymore with toilet paper? Do you think it's because of the ring camera? Uh, you know, the, the toilet paper shortage with COVID. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we, yeah. Out. <laughs> yeah, I wish somebody would have rolled my yard when they had the toilet paper shortage. You know, Ty, we've been... You uh, call me, I'll, I'll, come, I'll go toilet paper with you. <laughs> we've done this uh, for a while now. We're finally, you know, making some decent money. Why don't we paper towel somebody's yard? Oh, yeah. Bounties. Oh. <laughs> hey, that would be a big yeah, event. <laughs> like, if I were going to uh, toilet paper Travis Meyer from News on Sixes, his yard, I would... In, in a show of respect, I would bounty it. I would use paper towels. Yeah, you hold him in high regard. Right. I understand. <laughs> well, thanks for the call. Thank you. All right. Bye. It's uh, 918-879-9898, 918-879-9898. That's also the number you'll want to use to win tickets to see Kane Brown at 740. Do you find yourself trying to talk your kid into doing these things that you secretly want to be the one doing? Yeah, and all the, the guys time. of teaching him how to do it it's almost like he's the parent like in a way because I'll, I'll bring up something my seven-year-old like we we should mess with our neighbor da, 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 da. no no dad no 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 so he's like holding me back but i really want to do it because i can't go out there just as a dude who's in his 40s and do this stuff why can't we now <laughs> we don't get in trouble anymore or or maybe it's creepier if you do it as adults probably
It's Tiger Dan on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. It's 98.5 The Bull, and today's hot country with Tig and Dan. We were talking earlier, What one thing we don't see anymore is uh, people rolling houses. Is that a function of... Everybody's got 15 cameras on their uh, house now, but well, I don't see you, rolled houses anymore. When you say rolling houses, uh, like I think they paper. call it something different yeah. in this region. It's uh, toilet papering somebody's house. I never, I never see it anymore. And I think what happened was I think the ring cameras. Yeah, now everything that. is you get busted. We went through a uh, pandemic. Toilet paper was very sought after. Maybe people are like, "Well, I'm not wasting that no matter what." Uh, I don't think kids today prank. As much as we used to. I guess there's more things to do. There's TikToks to watch. There's YouTube. You remember um, back in the day, Ty, trying to cow tip? Could you explain to people what a cow tip is? That's what I, I okay, so I heard about this cow tipping thing. You know, people was like, man, yeah, we went out to old Farmer Ed's and uh, we t- tipped over a cow. What but, does that mean, though? Okay, so uh, the idea is the cow's standing there at night, and you go and you can push on the side of the cow and it'll fall over. Well, apparently you didn't understand what cow tipping was. You're supposed to go out there and it's asleep. Right. And you push it over. And I've heard this. I think it's more of a myth because, you know, you hear of people hearing about it, but I've never actually met somebody that went out there and knocked a cow over. Uh, and I, because it doesn't happen. I think they, if they do sleep, they sleep on the ground. I remember sneaking out to some pasture and I was going to, me and my buddies were going <laughs> to tip a cow and we all got out of the car and the cow's just looking at us like, what are y'all doing here? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> hey, it's uh, 98 Father Bull. What's up? Hi. I was talking about the toilet paper cow Go ahead. One time, it was my birthday, and me and my friends were like, this is going to be fun um, to go to my neighbor's house and toilet paper in her house. Well, we didn't have any toilet paper, so we used forks and napkins. You used fork and napkins? Yes, and we forked their house. Whoa, what does that mean? You forked the house? Like, I put forks all in their yard. (laughs) Like face down or the prongs up where they would step on them? No, no, no. I poked them in the... Yeah, yeah, like downward. I poked them in this. Yeah. I see. And they were plastic. So. And uh, how long ago was this? <laughs> um, like last year, I think. Okay. How old are you? Um, I'm 12. Okay. So some kids are still going out there and getting it done, but they just didn't have yeah. the means to do the rolling. How did you get away with doing it without getting caught with all these ring cameras and all this other kind of thing? Um, I did not. <laughs> oh, busted. No, you got busted. busted. What happened when you got busted? Busted. <laughs> busted. Um... Well, nothing really happened. They just came out and told me to clean it up, so I did. Uh, okay. Well, you're lucky you didn't yeah. do some psychos yard that came out with a shotgun or something. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are going to have to call and report this to Officer Chris that listens to the show sometimes, so hope you're hope you're ready for prison. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be good. Thanks for the call. Okay, bye. Ty, do you think as adults we could just pick out somebody who works here, somebody's yard, and then toilet paper it? If we know them, yes. Or will that be in, will we get in trouble with the company for doing that? You can get in trouble for your behavior outside of work, for sure. They ain't got to know it's us. <laughs> so we better wear disguises and things. Hey, good morning. Well, let's see. Hey, good morning. It's Tiger Daniel. Who's this? Sarah. Sarah, do uh, you, you do any pranking? Uh, yes. We did. I, um, the toilet papered when I was in college and working a summer job and a couple of my friends before we turned 21 wanted the toilet paper so we toilet papered my boss's house. Ooh, the boss, that's a risky move. It was. How did it end up? 
Um, we ended up getting caught because one of one of my coworkers had a piece of paper with our names on it, and uh, it was found. So we ended up having to wash her car and clean it up as a uh, as a punishment. Why would this? Why would you choose somebody to roll a yard with? It brought a uh, brought identity. Yeah, brought vacation. everybody's names written on a piece of paper. What was up with that? Uh, I really don't know. I can't remember how that happened. Um, it was probably just notes from the day. So we, but we got caught. We also forked her yard, like that previous caller said. Well, what is this forking a yard? I've never in my life heard of this. You just <laughs> poke forks into the ground. Yes, and it was a lot of work. But are these your forks from your house, or did you get plastic ones? Plastic for Okay. I was going to say, that's a yeah. Ty, do you think the they, pranks they, on you they, if you're doing that. They took their silverware from the house. Wonder, like mom's china. I got like four forks. Right. <laughs> well, good. Yeah. And we, and we saran wrapped her, her vehicles that were in front of her yard. Now, see, I ain't messing with nobody's car. <laughs> in high school, somebody got my car tag and they put uh, shaving cream all over it. And if you let shaving cream dry on a car, it eats the paint off. Mm. Somebody put a maxi pad on my car. Right yeah, on the. I tell uh, my kids not to ever do the the paint on the on the car, or even you know, right in the dirt. So they know better for that. All right. Well, thanks yeah, a lot. Don't put paint on somebody's car. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good tip. Ty, somebody put a sanitary napkin on your car. <laughs> yep. Um, like it's adhesive, I guess. You they guess. Put it, they put it right on the the windshield where I'd be my. My view. Look how uncomfortable Tig is trying to talk about a sanitary napkin. No, somebody sure for And us. I never knew who did that. I guess some lady did it. I have no idea what that yeah, was about. You reckon about. it was a lady? I guess. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> like somebody it, Were did you that. scared of it? No, it was, uh, it looked like it had just come out of the package and they stuck it on there. So it was no big deal. I hope it had just come out of the package, it's my friend. 98.5 The Bull. We're about eight minutes. We're moving on. how uncomfortable this guy is. Look at him. Tig, don't be, be mature for once. Okay. And I am. And how did you remove the sanitary napkin? I took it off. Gloves or no gloves? No, I just grabbed it. It's oh, clean. Oh, Lord. Uh-oh. Another instance of Dirty Bird. Oh, don't stop. No, you can't call <laughs> me Dirty Bird. <laughs> you've, you've messed up now. What happened yesterday was Ty admitted to using his wife's razor in the shower on his face. And I started calling him Dirty Bird. And now you've let on that you don't like to be called Dirty Bird. Why did you let me know? That's my... That's my fatal flaw is that I let you know, so now you're going to continue. Yeah, how can I not bring up the fact that you're Dirty Bird every morning now? But we've been friends for a long time, and there's one sentence I can get you to... I don't think that's like, that's not fair to do that. And I'm, Tig, not, I'm not going to say it, but what I usually say is, as my friend, Daniel, yeah. please stop. If Tig ever like, as my friend, that's when I have to not... Well, let yeah. me call you Dirty Bird a little bit longer. I haven't pulled the as my friend trigger yet. Okay. It's 98.5 The Bull. Uh, Tig and Daniel, we've got... Kane Brown tickets in seven minutes. Do you think Kane Brown knows you're a dirty bird? <laughs> I'm this close to saying, as my friend. As my friend, almost. Let's do it. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. It's 98.5 The Bull. Time now for The Bull Fight for Kane Brown tickets every day, including tomorrow and the next day at 740. On the Duval plumbing contest line, Daniel. Uh, contestant number one is Jake from Tulsa. He is an engineer. Uh, not a train conductor, Ty, but he's an engineer. And what do you engineer there, Jake? Pipes. Pipes. For an oil company. I mean, you guys are great off the air, and then we get on the air here, and everybody's quiet like a mouse. 
Christina, what do you do for a living? I am a stay-at-home mom with a 10-year-old and a 10-month-old. Oh, oh my goodness. gosh. What a what a combo. <laughs> uh, and the, for the first time ever in bullfight history, Jake has agreed to give Christina the tickets no matter what the outcome of the contest. Christina, have you ever heard of such? No, I'm so thankful. We have been calling literally every single morning for forever just to get through and we really want these king brown tickets i mean do so we I'm even so do the thankful. Do, do we even do the contest we he, still do it because even though jake said he was going to give her the tickets jake could be the evil engineer oh and, and then no. No. Them at the end. <laughs> right, we'll if it was a i wouldn't give that up we yeah there you go we'll have to see how this plays out tiger's in a huge rush this morning uh, this game is called These Streets. I'm going to describe a famous street, road, trail, or thoroughfare, and you will identify that. The first one to get uh, the best out of five wins. Jake, this is the Theater Street of New York. Broadway. Broadway is correct. Christina, this is the generic primary street of a small town in the U.S. Main. Main Street. We are tied up one to one. Jake, this is the street of the New York Stock Exchange. Um, no idea. <laughs> Ty, help him out with that one. Uh, it's Wall Street, right? Wall Street. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Christina, get your kicks on this historic U.S. highway. There you go. And with that, Christina has taken the lead. Jake has one. Christina has two. Question number three. Jake, location of the Beatles studio and namesake of one of their albums. Um, Yellow Brick Road. <laughs> Help him out, Tag. Oh, she's laughing in his face. Yeah, she's loving it. Uh, that's Abbey Road, right? Abbey Road. Jake, please don't throw the contest now. That won't be any fun oh, for anybody. It's all right. All right. Christina, follow this road to the Emerald City in the land of Oz. Yellow Brick Road. Yellow Brick Road is correct. Christina has three. Jake has one. Two questions to go. Jake, this street is haunted by Freddy Krueger. Um, I'm not sure on that one either. Jake, nightmare on what street? Uh, we'll go with Elm Street. Elm Street. Do not throw this contest. Uh, Christina, that is correct. Christina, stopping on uh, no, yes. a shopping drive in Beverly Hills, not a place for lassoing cattle. Shopping drive in Beverly Hills, not a place for lassoing cattle. Rodeo. Rodeo Drive is correct. One last question. Jake, New Orleans Street of Drunken Debauchery. We'll go with some Bourbon Street. Bourbon Street is correct. And, Christina, get this last one right. You've gotten every single one correct. This is the hiking trail between Georgia and Maine. Uh, A very famous hiking trail between Georgia and Maine. Everybody says they're going to hike the what? Hike the... Uh, I have no clue. No it was clue. Appalachian Trail. Either way, oh. uh, Christina has defeated Jake in the 98-5 The Bull oh. Fight. Four to two. No, three. Christina, you've got a choice to make now. Will you hold on to these tickets or will you give them to Jake, the engineer? 
I'm definitely going to keep them because he was going to give them to me anyways. I'm so, so thankful. What a morning. <laughs> bringing America together, Daniel. Mm-hmm. Uniting America <laughs> and these United States. Uh, congrats, guys. And we're back tomorrow. It was really cool that Jake was going to give those tickets away anyway, but um, we didn't need to worry about that because she, she uh, rightfully won the contest today. Sounds like tomorrow. somebody's in the bottom of an aquarium. It does. Uh, Jake, call up tomorrow. Maybe you can do the same thing again. All right, let's do it. All right. Thanks, Jake. It's 98.5 right, The Bull. Enjoy it. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Daniel, I'm heading out to the airport today to pick up a buddy, um, you know, instead of Uber or something. So I'm going to go out there. You know what the greatest thing about airports is now? To me, it's like wonderful. It's the cell phone lot. Um, you used to not have that. How did we pick up somebody from the airport back in the day before cell phones? I guess we just went out there and did a circle until we saw them. You know, because well, no, they won't you, let you sit there and park. You went and parked the car and walked in and got them. Yeah, but they had... Not everybody does that. They have, like, drive-through lanes where you can pick people up. And I guess, oh, how frustrating would that be, you know? You think the flight lands at 4.30 and you're 5.30, you still don't see them, and then that cop is blowing the whistle at you because you can't park there. But um, the, other, the only thing I have with a cell phone lot, the only problem is this. There's no facilities at the sound cell phone lot. They don't have any bathrooms out there. Mm-hmm. And no matter what happens, no matter how much I prepare, I get out there, have to pay. And I think it gets in my head because you're the one who told me once. And see, you mess me up all the time in my life. I didn't have that problem before, but Daniel said, you know, if I'm ever in a place, and even if I don't have to go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. but I look around and there's no bathroom, suddenly I have an emergency on my hands for some reason. I that's the I, cell phone lot. I'm the same way. I can't help it. If I go to a restroom, if I go to a bar or something and they don't have like a locking door, <laughs> I got to leave. <laughs> It's a little intimidating. It's, a, it's not that. It's just like the second I see there's no bathroom available. Right. It gets in your head. My body goes, hey, man, you got to use the bathroom. This is bad. It's going to get nasty. Why don't you park and go in and get the guy? Uh, no, that's a big old pain. Then you got to pay for that. You know, the yeah, cell phone lot's free. What a pain. Tell the people that stormed yeah. the beaches of Normandy how you had to park one day at the airport. I'm sure the greatest generation would be like, yeah, God bless that young man. <laughs> Maybe. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. Eight fourteen, 98.5 The Bull. Time now for Off the Wall. We go to a company's Facebook page. This time it's Jeff Peanut Butter. We see what people are saying. Maybe compliments, maybe complaints, but it's just kind of interesting. You know how fired up people get about certain products and they go to their Facebook wall. Good morning, Daniel. Tig, I've been using Jif for years. Why? Because my grandmother used it. That's the only reason I have. What peanut butter do you use at home? Here's what I remember. Like, Jif had a challenge like a year ago or something, so everybody went and got Peter Pan, and nobody liked it. They wanted to go back to Jif. Jif had a challenge, and people got Something like they had to recall it so you couldn't get Jif for a minute. You don't remember that? Oh, when you okay, rec- a recall. I thought you meant challenge, like they were doing a viral challenge or something. No, 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 no. Like you couldn't buy Jif, and people lost their minds. You know what I do? There, there must have been a recall because I see people. A lot of what people were saying was, "Hey, uh, y'all, y'all owe me a jar of peanut butter," and people are up in arms over a jar of peanut butter. Uh, some people don't like the uh, commercial they did with Ludacris. From the Jif Facebook wall, Rick says, "I can't mute your commercial fast enough. Stop it." Leon says, the commercial with Ludacris is disgusting. No need to have someone try to talk with a mouthful of peanut butter, let alone anything else. I don't, I don't recall this Ludacris commercial I, with him, I, I guess, that. rapping with a mouthful of peanut butter. 
Uh, Chris says, imagine how relieved a jar of Jif would be if it walked into its trial and saw the jury was nothing but choosy moms. <laughs> Do you get the reference to that? Yeah, choosy moms choose Jif. Hey, now. Right? Gary says, I'm thinking of a class action lawsuit. The 40-ounce jars that came from Sam's Club are so tall, you can't get all the peanut butter out of the jar. The jar should be wider and shorter. This is a waste of peanut butter. That's a good Not point. kidding. I agree with that. I mean, if you get a um, jar of peanut butter that's the shape of a Pringles can, how do you get to the bottom of it with a butter knife? So you and Gary want to go take up the court's time with a class action lawsuit about GIF's peanut butter jars, the 40-ounce? I'm sure the Supreme Court's just dying to hear the peanut butter case. Yeah. Why don't you and Gary just get a smaller jar of peanut butter if you can't handle the 40-ounce jars? Michael makes a great point. He posts on the Jif Facebook wall, yum. <laughs> does, does Jif respond and say, hey, thanks, man? No, they, they're just as confused as everybody else. Anthony says, for years, I've been a Skippy man. As of today, I'm changing my alignment to Jif. What's Skippy do? He doesn't say, but he used Skippy to be a Skippy talk, man. Now he's a Jif man. Talk politics or something. And finally, I always say you never know what you're doing in life that could affect somebody in a positive way. Jeff writes on the Jeff Facebook page, finally, when I was little, my dad worked until 10 at his grocery store. I always waited on him to get home so I could get up and have a peanut butter sandwich with him. When I became a dad, I knew there would be important moments with my son, too. One of my favorite parent things is cutting his peanut butter sandwich sideways and cutting off the crust for him. But tonight, the boy asked if he could make peanut butter sandwiches. He said it with such confidence, I thought he'd been making them already, but he said, no, Dad, I've been watching you, and I think I can do it. That's a sweet story, man. I Tonight, I had the best peanut butter sandwich ever. The first peanut butter my son ever made me. That is a, that's a very sweet story. Something even as simple as Jif mm -hmm. can invoke nostalgia and memories for and there, you. There it is, Ty. On the Jif Facebook wall, it's 817, Ty Daniel, 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. Tig, I'm reluctant to bring this up because last time we brought anything up like it, a lady called and cussed me out and said, you're in Oklahoma now. Um, what town was that that had a, a smell issue, uh, it was, an odor uh, issue? Glenpool. It was a Glenpool. It was made like the news, and we were just reporting the news. We didn't say a word. We hadn't even been to Glenpool to smell it. All we did was talk about it, and this lady let me have it, and on and on and on and on. Today on the Tulsa Reddit page, somebody says, does anybody know what stinks today? The air in Midtown smells like the inside of a dumpster. We're Well, we're pretty close to Midtown. I, I live in Midtown. I didn't smell anything. I wonder what you it is. You better not. You're in Oklahoma now. You'll get cussed out again by that lady. <laughs> I wonder what it could be, though. Somebody thought it could be the wind coming off the west side filtration plant and refineries. It has been windy, um, so maybe there is some new circulation happening. Uh, somebody else said your upper lip. Oh, that's a classic. Burn, decent burn. The Holly Refinery—you never know where you'll smell it. I've experienced it as far as Twenty-first and Garnett. I do sometimes see uh, off in the distance the refineries over by the river. They'll have a flame shooting up, and it seems like that's when I smell the refinery. But I wouldn't consider that to be a smell that like stinks. No, certainly not the inside of a dumpster. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Did you leave your door open today? Oh. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel Sam Hunt. 
It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and good morning, Daniel. Welcome into Did to See, where we take a look at what the heck's going on around the world and right here in Tulsa. Hey, Daniel, what you got? Oh, Tig, did you see there's a mystery smell out there? We still haven't identified what that is yet, but uh, we are looking into it. You, you started last time. What did you have last time that you started? Well, you didn't with? like my, you didn't like the news I brought to the show, so what I decided I was not going to give you, no, well, I'm not going to say you've it. You've forgotten what it is. No, it? I know exactly what it is, and I'm not going to. I'm not going to say it because you said to me, like, that was stupid to bring up on the radio. And so now Gosh, you don't get it. I can't remember what it was now. This was at 640 you did this. What it was it? It had to do with the mall. Oh, 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 oh. Tyg saw a picture where in Macy's they had put up a display for Toys R Us. He's like, Toys R Us is back. It kind of is. I mean, it's not the big box store it used to be, but it's got a corner in Macy's. So I said, all right, you know. Toys R Us, that's kind of cool. Invokes some nostalgia for me, at least. Kids these days probably don't give a rat's A. All right. Yeah, you're right. You shouldn't have done that one. What I have here, Tig, is a, uh, it's uh, some beautiful stories here. Yesterday was a day of love. And uh, here I have unadulterated, unfiltered joy. This is a woman showing her mom and mother-in-law a picture of her ultrasound, followed by their over-the-top reaction. What is it? <laughs> Are you kidding? Are you kidding? She's pregnant. Like, it's like they're at a Beatles concert. It does. How many? Only, it's very early. It's nine only, weeks. I'm going to be nine weeks. <laughs> I said, a boy! I said, a boy! I feel bad for uh, the people in the other rooms of that house probably think something bad's going down in there. Yeah, but the, hey, I'm really excited that they were. I've been to some um, couple times in my life. I've been where somebody announced a baby, and it didn't seem like everybody's too happy about it. Really? Yeah. Uh oh, that ain't good. Uh, did you see this? That uh, there was a girl, and I saw this on Facebook. A lot of uh, daddy daughter dances this past week. Mm -hmm. A girl asked her grandfather to uh, go to the daddy-daughter dance where she's five years old out in Nebraska. Her dad uh, died when she was like two, so she turned to her granddad to ask him to go. Oh, I would love to. Austin, <laughs> that would be the best. Can I really go with you? When is it? Oh, look at that. Very cool. I saw a lot of um of these daddy-daughters. There's Is there a mom's son? Dance? Jeez, I don't, I don't know the answer to that. I do see the daddy daughters all the time. Maybe not mom's son. But that was super sweet. Sad about her dad, but her grandpa seemed to be very touched by that. Uh, also, do you see this? Pe people are, uh, police, excuse me, are warning people not to wear their Canadian goose jackets or this Canada goose coats in Washington, D.C. There have been a string of armed rob robberies for the luxury clothing. Have you ever seen these? Uh, Canada goose jackets? I don't think I have, but now that I've learned a little bit about them, they're high priced, right? Between $500 and $1,500. Oh, uh, I know there's a store in Utica Square that sells them, and they have them like chained up inside to the racks. Oh, yeah, well, I don't shop at that store. So. These people in uh, Washington, D.C. were wearing them. Somebody runs up with a gun and hear them talking about the tourists talking about having their coats stolen from them. And all of a sudden, someone's going, give me a coat, give me a coat, give me a coat. And I thought, is this a joke? Give me a coat. And then he waved a gun by me and said, give me a coat. And I so I took it off and gave it to him. And then he said, five, four, three, two. What are you going to do if you were uh, in that situation? You got a gun in your head. Oh, I know what you do. Give him that coat. Uh, yeah, that guy's going to be an owner of a new coat. You run up to me, put a gun in my face, say, give me your coat. I'll be like, I give it to you, but it's soiled. 
on account I'd be afraid. Right. Yeah, it's not worth uh, getting shot over a, a winter garment. Sure ain't. Oh, you're not going to believe this, Tig. Rihanna's halftime show attracted more viewers than the Super Bowl. I'm surprised by that, but maybe I, I was dumb because she is a big star and a ton of people who don't care about football care about her. You know, I thought the show was fairly underwhelming, but I guess if you have that many fans, they're going to tune in and watch whatever you do. Right. Uh, the halftime show attracted 118 million viewers. The game itself, only 113 million viewers. Huh. And it's the second most watched halftime show in Super Bowl what history. What is the most watched? Because here's what I saw. Like, I saw this on Facebook a lot where people, uh, they're like, okay, Rihanna's going to do the Super Bowl. But then people post like, oh, well, if you want to see a real Super Bowl show, remember when such and such did it? Yeah. So that who was the number one ever? That doesn't mean uh, the best show and the most viewed really has nothing to do with each other, okay. right? Uh, the most watched halftime show halftime show was Katy Perry in 2015, had 121 million viewers. Now, I know Prince, probably the best halftime show of all time, in some people's opinion. That doesn't mean he got more views. Right. Because also the game affects that, I would imagine. I mean, if it's a... You know, big rivalry, and your team hasn't been in it in a long time. There's going to be a lot of people watching that. And I think Rihanna is also probably uh, on the fence of young and old, right in the middle, mm -hmm. in between there. Maybe that's why she got a lot of viewers. But even more than that last Super Bowl halftime show with, who was it, Ice Cube? How many people listen to our show? Like she 121 got, people. <laughs> she got 121 million. million. All right. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care. Your locally owned health plan. I should get out more because I thought it was going to be like the regular menu on Valentine's Day. But I know they do a special Valentine's menu. Well, couldn't you also order off the regular menu? I didn't see it. No, man. When we got there, they handed us this. Looks like it was just for temporary use for one day. Piece of paper. Mm -hmm. Printed up. And uh, what do they call this thing where you get five things in a row? I'm sure uh, a tasting menu. Tasting menu is what we got. But I looked at the tasting menu and those two things out of the five that I would never touch no matter what. And that was tough because, uh, you know, that was 40% of the meal. I wouldn't even touch it. You wouldn't be willing to even taste it? Dude, it was make goat cheese. I ain't eating no goat. You ever met a goat? They eat trash cans. You don't eat from the goat. You eat its cheese. I don't care. How do you think it gets its cheese? I don't eat it either. It, it has it, a gamey it, taste to me. It's, uh, yeah, I don't want to fool with that. Which is strange to me because I have no problem drinking from a cow's teat. Uh, regular cow's cheese, but a goat cheese, I'm like, I ain't touching that. Like cows, don't they don't, like, eat mellow yellow cans and things. Well, neither do goats. Not really. They eat grass and thorns and stuff like that. Well, then another menu item on it was salmon, and I don't eat seafood. But mm -hmm. guess what? This salmon, even if I did eat seafood, I wouldn't touch it. And it was delicious. Don't get me wrong. It just wasn't my kind of thing. It, it didn't even cook. They didn't cook the salmon. It's raw salmon. You can't eat raw salmon. <laughs> was it tuna? No, it, it was raw salmon. Where did y'all go? Like a crazy person's house? No. Y'all probably just went in some weirdo's house. No, we were down uh, in that little row of restaurants on Cherry Street. Yeah. Could you imagine raw salmon? That's no. what That's what she told me about you, while she was eating at my wife, and she's like, yeah, it's raw salmon. Y'all must what? have went to like a bear restaurant for only bears. <laughs> <laughs> it's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. If you did put on a little bit too much last night, you got, you got to always get the dessert at Valentine's and all that, Daniel. Well... Now it's the 15th of February. Valentine's is in the rearview mirror. We can get back on the horse 
and get 20 pounds down in 30 days with Red Mountain Weight Loss. That's right. Now, listen, I don't want to leave my house to go to some doctor's appointment. That's a little embarrassing to me about having to go out and say, hey, uh, look at me. I need a little help with my weight. That's why I love Red Mountain Weight Loss. You can dial pound 250 right from your cell phone. Nobody's going to see you in a waiting room. You're not going to run into anybody. That's so private. Right. And they will do a video conference call with you. Uh, I went through this. Tig went through this. doesn't take very long. They talk to you about your goals, what you want to get done. You come up with a goal. You come up with a plan. And even if you take some of their medications, they mail them right to your door. You're not having to leave the house is what I'm saying. Your journey starts at your house when you dial pound 250, keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss. That's pound 250, keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss. Well, Daniel, uh, we always do quizzes on the uh, show. Like tomorrow, we're playing the bullfight again for Kane Brown tickets on 98.5 The Bull. And every now and then, you'll get the contestant the option, if they want to, to use me as a lifeline, right? Correct. So to me, and we pick on each other, I guess you think I'm fairly good at trivia and might be of, of some help to somebody, right? I do think you're good at certain trivia subjects like history, U.S. presidents. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm pretty good at that. It's just an interest I have. So that it's not that I'm smart. It's just something that I really, like, that interests me, and so I'll, I do learn about it. But I go to that restaurant last night for Valentine's, and I go, I must be the dumbest guy in the world. I literally don't understand the menu, and then I also don't understand certain ingredients. Mm -hmm. Does that make me dumb, or am I, like, they have these fancy, almost French and... Do people know that? Because I, I spend a lot of time Googling ingredients. Well, I love to go out to eat. I go out to eat quite often, and I also find myself having to Google ingredients, Google what this is, what it means. Okay, so I'm not the only one. No, I mean, no, no. so there we go, because they, I don't even know. And sometimes like, I think they go a little overboard I think they're trying, making it up sometimes. Right, trying to make things sound more fancy That's than they actually are. Instead of peanut butter, they would say crushed something. You know, no, they, would, they would say... Uh, Peanut puree. <laughs> right. Like, it's, what you is know, that? Right. So like they just say uh, peanut butter and jelly, man. Sometimes they get try to get a little too uh, too fancy. And then I didn't understand the menu because apparently you got to choose. It was called a tasting menu. Mm -hmm. And there's five items on the tasting menu. And I chose my favorite three. No, no, no. You had to get all five. Like, it's not, it wasn't a menu where you choose which one you want. Where it was did a menu. Go? Well, did you enjoy yourself out at dinner? I don't think you did. You don't like to go out to eat, and especially don't like to go out to eat at fancy restaurants, do you? It's not my favorite thing in the world, and it was a little slow last night, but that was okay. I was not upset by that at all. In fact, the guy, this is amazing, the guy who came up to our table with me and my wife, it took him a minute to get over there, but I was cool with it because I knew it was Valentine's, and also I know that a lot of places don't have enough workers. So you got Valentine's on top of having a, chef, a staff shortage. That's okay. Guy comes up and says, my first night here. And I'm like, wow, Valentine's is your first night? So we were super patient and gave him a lot of grace. And he said, actually, this is my only night here. I'm helping out a buddy who needed servers tonight. And I said, I'll come work at your restaurant tonight. So I don't even, he might have been like an accountant in real life. And he just said he'd help his buddy. But he did a great job for somebody first day on the job, for sure. You know what they should start doing? Every, every restaurant needs somebody to help these days. Why don't they start doing like a, a free uh, freelance kind of kind of deal you mean like contract labor like if you need like day labor you know what like there is a place near my house that um they always have a sign up and it says you know we're looking for people and they place you at jobs and stuff right. the downside of that is you owe them some money suddenly but what if there was one for just restaurants where you and i start a website you know like what restaurant help or something and we just got a, a roster of people that like like for example well not, not even that like for example today 
uh, if when I get off the air here, if I was like, you know what, I'm not, I'm not tired. I got nothing else to do. I'd like to go wash dishes. I'd like to do a shift where I wash dishes and I get paid like whatever, fifty yeah. bucks. I, if that was available, I think a lot of people would take them up Dude, on that kind of thing. We better be quiet. You might have just invented the new Uber. I'm sure there's already a, such a thing. I know there's a thing for servers like that. I don't know for other. Um, portions of the restaurants. Though. But it would be a great thing because restaurants need help. And if you wanted to pick up an extra $50 in the afternoon, but you have kids like I do, it's kind of like Uber. A lot of people you talk to who drive Uber just do it when they, they don't, they don't have to do it. Mm-hmm. And so if they got three hours on a Friday, they want to kill and make some money then. And then when they're done, they turn it off and go home to their family. Yeah. Like I used to work at Dairy Queen. I think there's a Dairy Queen in Broken Arrow. I wouldn't mind every now and again if they were short. That's an inge- That's a real. actually it's a good idea. But I think that exists already. Well, we'll have to find out. If it does, then uh, you stole that idea, and I'll tell everybody you're a scam. But if it's an original idea, we're gonna be you rich. might be onto something. We're going to be rich.